0: One of the most important lessons that I have learned over the years as someone who has practiced mindfulness and other associated meditative practices is remembering that life really is not always, and it is very seldom for me, ever how I think that it is. And I found myself earlier this morning, and so this is something that is really fresh, and this is something that is very recent, for whatever reason when i awoke today and this is not uncommon for me and i find that uh, and, I, and i can't say that it's this way for everyone but sometimes i tend to to awaken and begin a new day and somehow i just begin to have these thoughts about how i you know how i think that it is in other words i may have thoughts uh it may the, these may actually have their roots in emotions or feelings I may feel a certain energy or feel a certain way in my body, some kind of emotion that's coming through, and it will precipitate some sort of thought about how I think that it is. In other words, when I say how I think that it is, I mean what I think about my life, who I am, where I find myself in it, uh, what I think is going to happen today, you know, how I think that it is. It's all about, you know, really getting wrapped up in my own take on and my own perspective about what I think this life is for me and my place in it. And, uh, but with the, the most important thing I would say about this is that this is so beautifully normal and human. And I found, I would even go as far to say that for me, and there again, this is just one person's. I, I hesitate to use the word opinion because I don't, want to get really, I don't want to get stuck taking positions really on anything. Because once I do that, then I become the person who's busy believing this or this is good or bad or whatever it may be. But what I find is that it's not so much about whether it's good or bad or right or wrong or I should be, should be, shouldn't be doing it or I should be doing it. It's really about just finding myself in these moments and recognizing that I'm doing it and without having and there again I realize it's so simple if I if I become aware of the fact that I am really busy thinking about how it is and what's going on in my life and what's happening to me and where this is going and where it's leading and what's going to happen to me that those even though I, you know when I catch myself in the act of that so to speak and that's one of my my early meditation teachers uses that phrase and it's used in a very beautifully beautifully loving way and a very in a very self-compassionate way to catch myself in the act of doing that well it's very tempting if i catch myself in the act of this or become aware that i'm really wrapped up in my thinking about how it is for me and from my perspective i can get really caught up in thoughts about my getting caught up in thoughts about how i think that it is and i don't want to become overly circular or hard to follow but what i realize here is that it is it is ultimately just the awareness itself is where the healing happens and i had a moment this morning where i can remember it vividly i was actually running an errand early this morning and i remember coming back home and i was sitting in my vehicle and all of a sudden i was just for whatever reason was overcome with all of these various thoughts about how i think that how i thought that it was or how i think that it is in that in the in those moments And there was suddenly this onrush of thoughts about what, you know, I was going to be doing later, you know, later today, uh, you know, what was going to happen, how I, and I started to say how I felt about it, but I caught myself and realized it's not really how I'm feeling about it. And I'm not discounting the feelings. I'm not discounting the emotions that I'm having, but it really is just reminding myself that a lot of times when I say, this is how I feel, what's really happening is this is how I'm think, This is how I think. This is how I'm reacting and responding internally to whatever emotional energy that's going through my body, whatever emotions that I'm feeling. And it was so really interestingly weird in a certain sort of way because I didn't even realize it, but that headspace that I've spoken of so many times in uh, the years of doing these, you know, sharing these, what I call, weekly notes from the journey, there have been so many times that, uh, you know, over these years, that I have found myself really in the same place over and over again, just becoming aware that I'm thinking a certain way, that I'm reacting in a certain way, and that I'm getting really caught up in being the person being busy. You know, you can kind of fill in the blanks, whatever it is. And uh, it seems like for me, there is this constant, it's always fresh and it's always new. What I realize is there's never any two thoughts that are the same there's never any two places that I find myself emotionally from one moment to the next that are the same and uh, that's why I find that there's this this willingness to continue what this practice has done for me is and it's, it's available to anyone I and I really do I can't say this enough that I did not come into this life with any unique talents or gifts or proclivities I just simply wanted to stop suffering. I wanted to stop getting so wrapped up in my own thoughts and getting so wrapped up in my own identity of who I think that I am and how how, and based on that, how I think that it all is. And so getting back to this place where I can just realize that, you know, it doesn't matter that I've been doing this, you know, if I've been doing it for 10 years, if I've been doing it for 30 years. It really doesn't matter because I'm, I am still continue to be human. And 30 years into this practice, what I find is that I haven't become any better in any certain way. I have not self-improved in any way. What I've really been able to do, if anything, and I didn't really do it. There wasn't really a lot of doing that was taking place. It was just really coming to a place where this headspace that i spoke of earlier and i'm kind of i realize i'm going a little bit uh, uh, around the bend so to speak uh you know this is kind of a longer way around but what i'm finding is this perspective and headspace where i and i and i found myself right in the middle of it today without trying to get there and this is something that is not unique to me it has nothing to do with how long i've done this i could have been just doing this for two days you know engaging in this practice of mindfulness And I could find myself in that place where I realized and I and and I literally had that moment, that aha moment that felt just the same way that it did the first time that I had this recognition almost 30 years ago as a result of practicing mindfulness. It was like, oh, my gosh. And I'm looking around and I'm just realizing, wow, it really is how you know how I think that it is has nothing to do with how it really is. And I'm saying this is I mean, I am literally was astonished and shocked and surprised as I was the first time it happens. And I, and I don't even want to get caught up in saying how many thousands or tens of thousands of times this has happened that I found myself in this same place, but it's never the same way twice. In other words, I wake up, so to speak, and I realize, oh my gosh, this, you know, this life, what is going on with me right now has nothing to do, literally has nothing to do with what i'm thinking about how it actually is because it really isn't that way it's just that this is how i've become habituated into thinking that it's this way it is it's it's really and and that's where we get into absolute and relative reality with relative reality you know what is is really based on my perspective it's kind of looking at it through my eyes with all of my past conditioning uh, with all of my emotional trauma, whatever, you know, whatever I bring to the table in terms of my ba- emotional baggage, we all, you know, arrive at this now moment with whatever programming that we have, so to speak, whatever uh, trauma, whatever uh, difficulties that we've experienced in our lives. And I'm not saying everyone has had trauma. I'm just saying that so many people that I've met have. And I'm not even really trying to speak about that, in, in you know, specifically but it's just that we've all had these unique experiences and suddenly we arrive right here in this now moment right now. And it basically is something that it can it's being experienced through that filter of this person who's had all these things happen in the past. And then this is, of course, habitually, if this is the way that I'm feeling and this is the way that I'm used to, to reacting and thinking to that or thinking about that, then, Ed, this is the way I'm going to think that it is, and today was one of those moments where you know I can't take credit for the clarity. it just was there. there just was this ability, this kind of like new channel that opened up where I could see that it really was not anything like how I thought that it was, and there's this literal like what I call this aha moment where I begin to realize, wow, i don't really have to allow myself. ...to get weighed down and believe all of these things that I'm thinking about how it is. Because all that is, is how I think that it is. And I'm not uh, discounting it or disrespecting it or I'm, I'm not looking at it even in a negative or disparaging way. I'm just realizing that's just one take on how it actually is. And what's beautiful is how it actually is has nothing to do with my perspective it has everything to do with how it actually is in other words people other people that i'm involved with in life uh, being one human being of many in this interconnected web of, of of humanity that we find ourselves in i'm this is just how it is regardless of how i think that it is in many cases if i can realize just one thing and that is that if this is how i think that it is it's only because this is how i think that it is and if i can actually open myself to how it actually is in from the standpoint of absolute reality of you know this is what's actually going on regardless of my perspective or anyone else's perspective that there is just this newness and freshness to life there is this yeah it's almost like in a way things really kind of lighten up a little bit and things just become uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, in fact, I don't know. I'm, maybe this is the first time I, I don't have words for this. And I know that the tendency here is I could get very metaphysical about this, but that's not really what I'm doing here. And that's not usually what I do here. Uh, what I'm really speaking about is the, the ability to be able to cope more effectively when I am not so busy believing this is how it is. And instead I can be much more open to how it actually is. I can be more open to, and I had this happen this morning. I had people who somehow I was thinking, people I work with, thinking that somehow maybe they were thinking a certain way about me or feeling a certain way about me. And me, because I was so busy thinking that maybe certain things were uh, you know, a certain way, that I my I already already had decided in my head maybe how they were thinking about it, and how they were feeling about it. And today I got this great opportunity to have moments with people who I literally was astounded. I mean, I literally found myself in a place where the way that they were uh, reacting and responding to me, the way they were interacting with me, had was was such a surprise in a good way. Because they, you know, these people who I was interacting with were not the people who I, you know, in my own head created this reality of this is who they are and this is how they're going to interact with me. They were actually how they actually are. And this is completely uh, irrespective of my thoughts about who they are and how they are and how they see me and how and how they react and respond accordingly. And to just have these moments of just, I guess what I'd refer to is this is just a fresh new moment. It's like, it's just naturally what arises. It's naturally how people are when I'm not busy in my head thinking I know how they are and how they're going to think and how they're going to respond and how they're going to act. And there's literally life that happens on this completely separate channel from the one that I spent so many years being tuned into and that channel that I speak of is essentially the channel of basically and I used to speak about this really early on when I was teaching mindfulness. I would speak to people and I haven't thought about this in years but I would always tell people when they would ask me how to, expl- how to explain mindfulness that I always saw this as thinking about kind of like a split screen scenario and you had two cameras that were basically focused on the same space in the, at the same point in time. And you'd have camera A, which would basically show on its own separate screen, and it would basically just be a camera recording whatever actually is going on, however it is, without any sort of perspective at all. And the other side of the split screen would be another separate screen that it would have what I, what I used to refer to as camera B. And it would basically, the difference would be that that camera B would actually have, it would basically whatever it saw would actually be what I'm seeing based on how I'm thinking about it. And I and I know physically this is this is not possible to replicate this scenario I'm speaking of in real life. But to me, it really helped me. And then I I, I just serendipitously discovered that it helped other people that I was sharing this with to be able to appreciate the difference between. Here you know this camera both cameras are looking at the same you know, at the same space at the same angle at the same time, but one of them reflects going through the filter of my mind and what I'm thinking that i'm that the camera is seeing. the other one is the camera just seeing what it's seeing irrespective of my perspective there was there was no me looking through it, it just was reflecting what actually is. And I realized this morning that that, it, to me, is this beautiful, like what I refer to as that sweet spot where I can actually be in that moment, in that space, ir- you know, irrespective of my thoughts, it, without any regard for how I think that it is. And I can just live there as long as I choose to live there. And and And, and the most beautiful thing about this is, this is not somewhere to run and hide. If anything, it is the opposite of that. It is actually, if I'm running and hiding, if I'm looking for a refuge away from this, that refuge was actually found in my head thinking about how it is. Because I was. it felt more comfortable to me to get really wrapped up in my thinking only because I was the person having those thoughts. And they were my own thoughts, so of course that felt comfortable. And it really did challenge my reality. It really did, uh, you know, it was difficult for me for a while to let go of the clinging to all of these thoughts because they were my thoughts. And it just is a natural human tendency, the way our brains are wired neurally, that these thoughts that we have, it's very easy to take them seriously because they're happening right in our heads, like right here. And uh, to actually live life, without any reference to that. and I, and I, and I do want to be very uh, clear that I'm not advocating passivity. I'm not advocating uh, people dissociating from their bodies or their minds. It's really just kind of an intermediate step in between that. And what that is is just just continuing to recognize and be aware when there is this you know believing of what one, what someone is thinking about what they're feeling and believing that we know how it is. Because I realize how I think it is is only how I think that it is. I guess, and I'm, I didn't—I wasn't even prepared to say that today. But I guess it's almost like, in some ways, that's a mantra. If I can just remind myself of that, how I think that it is is only how I think that it is. And you'll notice that I'm not disparaging myself or being disrespectful to myself or unloving. And there's there's no trace of of a lack of self compassion there. I'm just reminding myself of, of, of this of this truth, this deep, absolute truth, that how I think it is is only how I think that it is. I don't have to live there. I don't have to get stuck there. I can't make it go away. My mind continues to do this even after this morning. At some point later, you know, or you know, later uh, after that moment, but earlier today, it's happened again at some point. And I can just smile and take a deep breath and remember, oh, okay, yeah, that's just me thinking that I know how it is. And I can let that happen. There's nothing that I need to do. There's nothing that I need to change. I don't need to self-improve myself out of that. I don't need to deny it. I don't need to stuff it down or try to divert myself or distract myself from those thoughts. I can actually live uh, with that continuing only because my attention is somewhere else, my attention is not here believing these thoughts just because I'm having them. My 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 uh, my vantage point or or the or the, uh, the way that I'm looking at this is more about paying attention to whatever it is that I'm thinking, recognizing that that's me thinking again and not really how it is. And at some point, I don't even have to worry about doing this anymore. I don't have to keep reminding myself. That's the most, to me, is the most beneficial part of mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice, is that it begins to happen on its own. I only practice it until it becomes second nature. And then at that point, yes, sometimes I am going to forget. Sometimes I am going to be challenged. Sometimes I'm going to be challenged to my core. Sometimes things are going to completely flip me upside down to where I have no perspective whatsoever or... or. Uh, leave me in a position where I literally can't even think straight. And there's no way for me to protect myself against that. There's no way to escape this human vulnerability. Sometimes times are going to be very trying, very difficult. There's going to be a lot of, of very powerful emotions running through me. And uh, sometimes I may feel you know, things like fear that leave me completely unable to have any perspective. But I don't have to worry about that because I know it may take a little bit but at some point, I will automatically come back to this vantage point back to this little bit of headspace that I have just habitually carved out for myself over and over and over again. because really as human beings, I don't at least I don't know of any other way of being able to have a different perspective other than doing the work of continuing to carve that out for myself in order to create that space for myself and to nurture that space for, for myself. And ultimately, to, and it really comes to, as a result of practice. And it's available to anyone that wants it. And that's the other thing that I find too is that I come to that moment every moment. Do I want to continue? The, do I want this for myself? Do I want to continue this? Uh, it, do, do I want to continue to be able to cope more effectively so that I can be that person that I want to be for other people, that I can be there for others, But I can't be there for others if I can't even be there for myself. And the only way for me to be there for myself so that I can have perspective and be present is to continue to remember and remind myself when I begin to go off chasing thoughts that I'm having and beliefs that form around those thoughts and internal reactions and i just keep coming back here over and over and over again and i hesitate to keep saying that over and over and over again because i know sometimes as humans we hear that and it sounds like it's boring and it sounds like maybe it is not uh, it's not exciting uh and and it's not and it, at some point it loses its newness and freshness what i have found is really just the opposite yes sometimes it does feel uh, it can feel boring it can feel like it is not uh, you know it's and it's and that's because ultimately being here is really, to me, what I've found has been less about it needing to be exciting or or stimulating, so to speak. Uh, I can actually experience those things when I'm here. And the only way for me to be here to experience those high moments is for me to not be lost somewhere else in my head. I can actually be here and truly be present for that and what i find is that it's not so much about whether it's uh, it's whether it's difficult or not or whether it's challenging or not at some point it just becomes that is just how how it is for me it just becomes that is something that i ultimately desire and want to continue to cultivate and uh, what i find is you know the continuing to practice leads to more practice and at some point it doesn't even feel like practice at all because it just it literally becomes naturally who we are and how we are and how we live one moment of our life to the next. And that's to me, what has been such a tremendous gift of this practice.